going on everybody welcome to shw this is our wrestling we are the official podcast of southern honor wrestling it's me brandon benefield aka b double if you will alongside my broadcast partner gb gerard bonner what's up buddy man what's up the countdown is on one week Seven whole days. It sounds like a Tony Braxton song. Seven whole <laughs> days <laughs> until we are back with the SHW faithful, back to Southern Honor. I got to tell you, I, I know right now there's a lot of controversy about when the kids go back to school and in-person learning. And t- Listen, I feel like it's the first day of school and we are counting down and I, I, I'm, I'm super hyped to be uh, with you. The action building next week. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait. And, and I got to be honest, I don't know what I'm more excited about. The fact uh, that we're returning the 28th for the Rumble Jack or mm-hmm. the fact that by the 28th, we'll stop seeing Daryl's uh, posts about oh. all my bear Hansen. They're daily, daily oh posts about these Hansen facts. And I'm like, you okay. Know, I messed up one day and actually responded to one of them and then Uh-oh. got myself caught into a conversation. And I was like, I don't have the energy for this. Like I told you guys, was it two, three weeks ago when he hacked our podcast? Like, that's enough for me. I, I'm good. I'm good. So, okay. God forbid, I'm pretty sure if he was crazy enough to try to hack our podcast, he might be crazy enough to get in line and buy a ticket if he hasn't been announced. I don't know what's going to happen. I just know this. I don't want him in the action building. It's that <laughs> simple. It's, it's that simple. I don't want him. But now here's the flip side to it. If he's not in the action building, Daryl, I'm sure, will have a scathing post the next day about why didn't he come to the action building? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know. All I know is I'm just going to be glad to be in the action building with you, with the SHW faithful. I found myself really missing wrestling a lot. Like, it's just, man, we got to be there. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. Yeah, uh, same here, man, as far as missing it goes. Because like I told you, over the last couple of weeks, I went to a Southern Fried show. I went to a, sure a, did. A, a WrestleMerica show down in Barnesville. Like, so I've been to a couple of yeah. live events, and it just mm-hmm. that – that little bit of taste and I was like oh man now I really can't wait until the 28th now you talked about uh uh, people being announced Hanson whether or not he's announced or not well we did have an announcement or three announcements this week of uh new entrants that we Mm -hmm. have found out about let's see uh one of them is one half of not yet rated that's Eric Kingsley Jordan Kingsley 
mm-hmm. uh, will be in the Rumble Jag match. Of course, our savior, I guess maybe the savior, David Ali. Uh, I don't know. He's gone through a lot during this pandemic. So uh, we'll he, see. maybe he's saving us. Maybe he's not. I don't know. We'll see. And then, of course, one-third of Lethal Poison, uh, Lethal Poison Brady Pierce will uh-huh. be in the Rumble Jack match. He'll also be competing uh, in the Tag Team Championship match earlier in the night. So ah. uh, he'll be pulling double duty there. But um, mm-hmm. the biggest announcement that we heard about was a little bit of change in the uh, card. Yes. So originally, uh, Lee Johnson was going to be on the card facing ac mac in a singles match and mm-hmm. of course uh, due to circumstances beyond our control uh lee will be unable to attend the event yeah. but we found out his replacement will be a highly decorated uh mm-hmm. georgia indie uh wrestler that is a big deal especially yeah. in the southeast and in the georgia indie scene mm-hmm. he was a surprise entrant in last year's rumble jack yes and i'm talking about the one and only chip day so yeah. Chip Day will be taking Lee's place in that singles match. And to my knowledge, the same stipulation applies. Yeah, this, this has potential to be very, very interesting. AC Mack, of course, former SHW champion. Chip Day, an Atlanta wrestling legend, really a Southwest, Southeast rather, wrestling legend. Um, all sorts of things could potentially happen. I mean, you could imagine AC Mack having even more inspiration to want to win that particular match. Um, but so does Chip Day. I mean, let's think about it. Chip Day has wrestled all over the Southeast, but has never held gold in SHW. So I think we got something interesting brewing, and this gets very interesting for next week's show. Yeah, and like I said, the same stipulation applies. So in that singles match, the winner will be the final entrant in the Rumble Jack. The, win- the loser will be- have to be the first entrant in the Rumble Jack match. So uh, AC Max got his work cut out for him. Now Chip he Day, uh, like we said, he's been all over the place in the Southeast. He's a, he's a big deal, and he's also got a bit of history with several people on the SHW roster. So yeah. there is some uh, backstory there with several members of the roster that could be interesting. Uh, no matter what number he uh, enters into the Rumble Jack match. So um, yeah. it's yeah. going to be exciting, and, and your guess is as good as mine. But I'll tell you what, he'll either be uh, first or he'll be last, and uh, either have a chance to run into some old friends or maybe he's there when they're all gone. I don't know, but uh, I'm pretty certain we'll get into that heavily uh, in terms of the people he connected with next week. Uh, as we are uh, completely live from the action building uh, for our pre-show slash this is our wrestling podcast. So that should be a lot of fun. If you're not going to be in the action building, well, even if you are, pull up your phone and connect. It's going to be crazy. Next week's show will be nuts, but we got a good show lined up for this week. That's right. We're going to be talking about the Rumble Jack, of course, kind of doing a little bit of a preview pick of show here tonight. And we yeah. brought in our very lovely ring announcer herself. I'm talking about Diana Michelle. She's going to come on with us in just a minute. And we're going to kind of run through the card, kind of give our thoughts on, uh, on who might win what match, who mm-hmm. might be the, the winner of the Rumble Jack overall. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff. And of course, learn a little bit about Diana Michelle herself. And she's going to join us right now. Check it out. Diana Michelle. All right, guys, we've got another great interview lined up as we're getting ready for the Rumble Jack, which is next week. We decided to have on one of our favorite people who we've not had the privilege of seeing since the pandemic. She's one of our favorites. She's one of our partners in crime, and we miss her so much. She is the official ring announcer for Southern Honor 
wrestling make some noise everybody for our good friend diana michelle diana how are you i'm so good it's so good to see oh, you guys i miss you i could just squeeze you listen <laughs> we have missed you tremendously it's crazy oh it my gosh ever i'm so ready to see you yeah same here so so how have you been doing during this pandemic i mean it's been really crazy for a lot of us how's it been for you it's actually i can't complain and i won't but I had a job previously where I was never home. Okay. Never home. I worked 10 hours a day. I, I worked an hour away. So I was always wow. driving. So that's, you know, I was home to eat, sleep, bathe, get up and go again. So yeah, yeah. through all this, I kind of got cut from my job and I wasn't wow. mad. I wasn't wow. mad about it at all. Okay. So yeah. I had four months of nothing. Wow. Looking for a job, but still getting like severance pay and whatever. Yeah. Never had that unemployment thing kick in until like yeah. the right at the very end. Okay. But just to be able to enjoy my house, yeah. <laughs> enjoy the, the weather we were having at that time, because it was awesome. Yeah. And be home with my kid, you know, yeah. and I picked up learning Spanish. And, nice. you know, I'm, I got a long way to go. But, uh, you know, I was able to enjoy just not having to go to work. Well, that's so not I can't a bad thing. No. Yeah. So recently I did though. I got a new job, so I'm excited. Okay. And it's in town, so I don't have to drive so far. And it's banker hours, so it's you know great. Nice. Yeah. I've scored, so I can't complain at all. Awesome. At all. Awesome. So, so real quick, what I gathered from that is that if we ever do branch out and we end up having a Spanish announce team at SHW. I guess Diana Michelle would be part of that as well as ring announcing. Is that what I'm gathering? We'll be learning. Give me some key <laughs> phrases. I might can throw something in, but I'm still learning some of that stuff. But Dios mío! Not, right. <laughs> so there's a different phrase for everything. I mean, there's yeah. there's so much to learn. But I mean, I enjoy it because it's such a beautiful language, and and just yeah. to hear them go off is crazy. I love it. Yeah. No, that's it's it's funny because I think for a lot of people, folks have been just trying to survive this element. Yeah. And yeah. then there are others who have picked up new skills and new opportunities and things right. like that. So that's really cool to see that you've picked up this new language and things like that, which I think is well, awesome. It was either watch Netflix all day or learn something. Fair enough. I'm not and, much on a watching a TV kind of thing. So I just I spent so much time on this porch in this chair the yeah. first couple of weeks. Yeah. It was like, man, screw work. I'm not ever going back. I'm good. I understand. You know, I, I, I figured out how to cook again because I never had time. Awesome. <laughs> so, oh so I mean, I can't complain. It, it's been rough for some people, but I yeah. can't say that I've hated it. Understood. I, yeah. I've just hated missing you guys. Yeah. Right? And we have missed you tremendously. Wrestling, man. We got to have that. Absolutely. Absolutely, we do. So tell us this, because the Southern Honor fans um, really first got acclimated with you December, January or so, uh, as you took that position. How did you end up getting connected on the ring, ring announcer side of things? Oh, wow. Um, maybe, I'm going to go back, probably earlier part of last year, mm -hmm. Huck actually contacted me and said, hey, um, they're looking for someone to do some interviews in the back. And I okay. had done stuff like that with um, National Syndicate Wrestling, okay. where I met Huckabee. 
Okay. And, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that with Huckabee. <laughs> oh, we had we had some powwows, but you know, God love him. Um, after yeah. he told me that, I was I was like, well, where is it? You know, and he told me Canton, and I get my Google Maps. I'm thinking four hours. Wow. I'm still new to this. I don't know if I can do four hours on a Friday. I have a job. So I just kind of, you know, brush it off a little bit. And then maybe October, he said, hey, Gary's looking for an announcer. And I was like, man. And then I started hearing more and more about Southern Honor and what it was, how it was, the production of it. And I'm thinking, okay. So I messaged Gary, cold shoulder. I got the cold shoulder from Gary. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. I mean, nothing. And next thing I know, you know, Huckabee's calling me or texting me and he's like, you know, you need to talk to Gary. And I'm like, okay. So, I, I mean, he finally got back to me and I was just like, okay, this, this might work. So he says, come to the show in December. And I, you know, I find out what kind of look he's going for. Cause I like to know what the uh, booker and the promoter is expecting. First of all, what you ended up wearing is what I normally would have worn, but they said you were coming in. So I had to change my look. I would have totally backed down for that. I would have loved to have seen that. It's, a, it's okay because you pull it off way better. So it's all good. It's all good. Well, I do love leather. I can't tell you. I mean, it's hot during the summer, but I love to wear it. So, um, he, you know, we kind of talked and then I picked Huckabee up on the way and we were talking and I was nervous and crazy. Got there and I don't know. It's like I was supposed to do one match and then I wound up doing two matches and somehow in the middle of it all of the show Gary was like your announcer and I don't know if he really meant it to be that way but it kind of went out that way and I was just like hey (laughs) hello I'm here (laughs) so I mean it's been great I've been I look forward to it every month it's it's one of the best shows I did not realize you were four hours away I'm in Dublin wow yeah I didn't realize that well it may not be four Traffic is for. Yeah, yeah. It's for. Gerard, Gerard knows all about that traffic. Oh God. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it is. I have to like pick and choose what time I'm going to leave so I can bypass it, and I hate that. I'm not very yeah. good in traffic. I mean, I get really. No, I get it. Especially around people. Let, yeah. Let's let's go back a little ways. Like, when did you, uh, as far as like being a wrestling fan? Because like me and GB say it all the time. Like, we started out as fans before we ever. Yeah, so so yeah, like when when what's your earliest memories of watching wrestling? Who were some of your favorites early on? Nine or ten years old, maybe. Wow. I, I don't I don't know what got me into it. Um, I'm the only girl of brothers, uh, cousins. Really, I mean, I'm the I'm the oldest girl, not the only girl, but grew up with a bunch of boys. Right. Everybody in my neighborhood, boys. So I was the tomboy. So whatever my brothers watched, I pretty much had to watch or I got beat up. So <laughs> until I beat them up back. But <laughs> somehow I just remember the blue mat at NWA. Mm-hmm. I was an NWA fan. Yeah. I can hear the sound of that ring. The, the little bit of crowd of fans that were there. Tony Schiavone. Yeah. I love him. I yeah. love him. Yeah. His voice. Yeah. Takes me back. So my favorites ever though, when I first remember, was probably the Starcade of eighty five or eighty six. Mm-hmm. And my mom, it was like my birthday was coming up and she was like, Well, which Barbies do you want? And I was like, <laughs> 
don't even like Barbies. I would <laughs> probably throw them off the top of a building, right? Hilarious. And I was like, can I please have Great American Bash on video? Because they were advertising yeah. it, you know, whatever. I was like, I want the Great American Bash. She didn't buy it, but she knew somebody who had it, and so she had it recorded. So I had the VHS nice. recording of yes. the American Bash. And I wore it out. Yeah. Wore it out. I loved Rock and Roll Express. They were my favorites of all time. Yeah. I loved to hate the Four Horsemen, mm-hmm. but they were favorites because I loved to hate them. I remember the I Quit match with just, I mean, um, Magnum and Tully, the mm-hmm. blood and the wooden chair and the poking yeah. in the face and all that. Ugh. It was, that's just my, it takes me back. I love that's it. Something. I love that. And it's, I've just been a fan ever since. And, all the way to wrestling with my brothers in the living room and breaking stuff and getting in trouble and wow you know well how cool was it seeing uh, on the recent episode of dynamite was it last week when they had yeah. the rock and roll express yes. and arn and tully both in the ring together when i saw awesome. them announce that i freaking jumped up in the in the air my little boy was like what's wrong with you and i was like rock and roll is gonna be on tv you know and i just yeah i love it with tony shivani on commentary right <gasps> they gave me chills i love him yeah. so much yeah, Y'all just awesome. don't know. Don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get it. Tony Schiavone was really the guy who kind of, when you heard his voice, you knew something yeah. major was happening. And so it's so wild now to hear him and JR handling <sighs> AEW. It's just, it's such a, a throwback. I love it. First, the first Dynamite show that aired, I was in the kitchen. Okay. And I was going to flip back and forth between, you know, NXT and, and yeah. Dynamite. And I was like stirring up some noodles or something. And I heard yeah. Tony and Jim. Mm-hmm. speak and i was like game over i'm not right. changing my channel yeah. the war is on i'm watching <laughs> yeah. these guys because that's my boys i absolutely love it. i so, love it i love forever. it so so when did you when was your first time actually ring announcing when, when did that happen let's see i would say i was approached by a promoter okay i was at a show in columbus Mm-hmm. Just, just in the crowd. Okay. In the crowd, the match that was going on actually wound up being in the crowd. The BJ Darden, I think, and Matt Gilbert, I believe it was. Okay. BJ put Matt in the chair beside me and started smacking him. He kind of like tell the tell the girl hello, be nice to the you know, and I was just like, get away from me, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that got on video. The the promoter was uh, Rico Rodriguez, and I don't know how he found me. I've still got to figure that out. But he contacted me through Instagram and he said, hey, you know, we're looking for this, looking for that. Are you interested? And I was like, heck no, that mm-hmm. is not my thing. I don't talk on a microphone. I'll sing in a minute, but I will not say a word on a microphone. I can't do it. I just wow. get nervous. I can't do it. So a few months went by and I was like, you know, I really want to do that. I mean, that would be so much fun. Yeah. So I texted him back and I was like, when's the show? And he said like April, April, I think of 2018, maybe. So okay. I've only been in it two years, maybe 2018. No. Yep. Two years. Okay. Yep. Wow. So that was April. And I started as like interviewing for the TV show they had going on there. And then he got sick and he couldn't announce. So they threw me in and I was like, my first interview in the ring was with Mike Payne. And he okay. had that mask with the spikes on it and nobody told me that he didn't talk <laughs> nobody told me that i was going to interview this monster pain that didn't speak wow didn't do promos and i'm like 
standing there trying to talk to him and he's whispering through his mask I don't say nothing I'm like what am I doing (laughs) (laughs) but that was quite an experience but it just rolled from there I went and did a lot of backstage stuff but then Larry Otto Pro called me and they wanted me to do announcing and my first real announcing show Robert Gibson was on the show and I can't you already know Mm-hmm. I lost my junk. <laughs> Eddie Long was there. Robert Gibson was there. And holla, 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 holla. Nine. I was like, wow. I get to announce Robert Gibson. Wow. <sighs> in front of my brother, mind you, because it was at my hometown in my home high school. So I yeah. mean, that was amazing. Well, I, I, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but uh, last year he showed up at the Rumble Jack, Robert Gibson. He actually he uh, was in the match. He was eliminated by none other than the real mean girl, Danny Jordan. Of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, you just never know who's going to show up in SHW. And so I'm not saying that's going to happen again this year, but you just never know. So well, who knows? Sick- Squealing like a little fan girl over in the corner, you'll know why. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that that I mean, makes sense. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this you know this could be a good segue because you know we've got the Rumble Jack coming up uh, next week, and yeah. so it's probably a good time for us to kind of start kind of sharing our predictions because a lot has changed since last year. But one thing is for certain that the winner of the Rumble Jack will get a shot at the SHW championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be a really, really big deal. So, B-Dub, you want to start running through the card and we can start throwing out our predictions and things. Let's go through some of the other matches uh, that, will lead, <clears throat> that will lead into the Rumble Jack match. So, yeah. don't forget, we, of course, have the big title match, which is going to be the SHW champion, Corey Hollis, mm-hmm. defending against number one contender, Ashton Starr. And here's what I'm wondering and it depends. We haven't seen what the layout of the card is going to be yet. If this match takes place before the Rumble Jack match, I'm thinking that whoever ends up losing the match could possibly jump into the Rumble Jack and try to regain another shot at the title. So we'll I mean, see what happens not? there. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens. But who do you guys think between Corey Hollis and Ashton Starr? Who's your pick? Diana, you're first. That cage match was pretty off the chain. It It was. was. (laughs) I mean, Ashton really gave it his all. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm thinking, I mean, with Corey without his guys, Mm -hmm. I mean, is he as intimidating as he is with the guys? Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going to lean to Ashton on this one. Okay. I think it's his time. All right. You know, it's funny. Uh, Corey, of course, won the Rumble Jack last year. Uh, he's the very con- in controversial fashion, my very you. Con- and again, to your point, Diana, everything he's done successfully has been with lethal poison in right. some way having something to do with it. Even him winning the championship back from Ashton uh, exactly. back in uh, yeah, it was it was really that that whole night was nuts. But um, you know, him winning the title back was because of interference from exactly. them. If, it was if an it, emotional. Oh, oh gosh, that, that night. I was mean, crazy. I felt so bad. I did too. I was all yeah. We, Gerard, Gerard and I went from like the highest high we've ever been on on commentary <laughs> when he when he won the initial match to literally like deflated just yeah. like. like all the audience was deflated. After like, what that. do you say? Well, I mean, 
it's like what happened what just happened it's like hollywood it's like hollywood nwo hollywood hogan NWO, <laughs> like, like just pulling out all the dirty tricks and uh, right. getting out on top and you're like yeah oh. yeah so i mean i i definitely think if Corey doesn't have uh lethal poison Corey is not Corey. so right. I, I i think ashton star you know and couple that with we're coming back from this pandemic yeah. Uh, everybody's on something new right now. I think it's going to be time for Ashton to really get a shot. And he's been working on that, on his physique. He's he has been. been killing it. He's been mm -hmm. putting work in. So yeah. I think Ashton Starr has a chance to become the SHW champion. Yeah. So much like you guys are, are alluding to, like, in my opinion, it's all going to ride on whether or not the other two members of Lethal Poison get involved in the match. If yeah. they do not, then... I'm going with Ashton Starr. However, mm -hmm. if they, they do show up and they get involved, then I got to give the edge to Corey Hollis there. But the yeah. thing is, again, depending on the match layout, I'm obviously I'm pretty sure the tag uh, title match, which will involve the other two members of Lethal Poison, Brady mm -hmm. Pierce, Michael Judas, will take place before that SHW title match. Mm -hmm. So will they be worn out? Will they, you know, will they have anything left to get involved in the title I think match? Those later? guys will always have something in the tank because mm -hmm. I mean, look at them, they're huge, yeah. and yeah. just standing there is intimidating enough to, you know, mm -hmm. kind of throw you off your game if you're not really focused. So yeah, so let's get into that match, that tag title match. It's going to be Michael Judas, Brady Pierce, two thirds of Lethal Poison, mm -hmm. taking on Matt and Joey Lynch, the tag team champs. Right. What do we think? Who you got? Yeah. Diana, what do you think? <sighs> okay. 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 To me, Lethal Poison, when they come in there, I don't see a whole lot of tag team dynamic. Okay. Kind of, you know, working together, you know, doing a regular match. They just go in there, dominate, beat somebody up, and then psh, game over. Mm-hmm. With um, Lynch, it's yeah. like, you know, rock and roll. Yeah, They've been a yeah. tag team their entire yeah. lives. Yeah, they it's like to. rock and roll. It's like it's, they go together. Like, there's everything works. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. well oiled. So I'm going to go with Lynch. Yeah. Okay. Lynch mob. Uh, you know, I would say this. The Lynch mob is going to have to be able to withstand the initial onslaught of uh exactly. of this tag team because the thing about lethal poison like you said they are super intimidating yeah. um but there's a part of me that's wondering you know brady pierce uh has had a little bit of taste of aew right 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 and and he didn't bring his tag partner with him right and there's parts of me that wonders are they as cohesive as they were when they left um right. The, the flip side to it is the lynch mob. You know, you go back to that tag team title match they had when that they won awesome. titles. It was incredible. Yeah. And they proved that they can handle a lot of punishment. So I think that if the lynch mob can do what they've done and continue to be a, you know, constant force, I think they're going to outlast um, yeah. lethal poison. If not now, the flip side is this. If Lethal Poison can pull this out and get a quick win, I think they could win. But I, I, I have to go with the tag champs. I think they're going to do it. 
I, I think that I think Matt and Joey are, are so resilient. And like you said, in that tag match, uh, the cage match where they won the titles, I mean, yeah. that's a, a key uh, right there to, to them being so resilient. And it's so crazy to think about this. They have been, this will be their first ever tag title defense in six mm-hmm. months. Yeah. <laughs> they it's crazy. won it back in, I guess, February, I think. Uh, February, March, somewhere in and there. So, yeah. And then March, they had a six-man tag. That's right. But That's they were right. already That's the right. champs. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just crazy to think six months later, they're having their first title defense. Right. And, and for that reason, they're not going to defend the titles the very first time and lose it, in my yeah. opinion. I could be wrong, but I don't think the lynch mob would let that happen. But like you said, these guys are monsters. However, they Gerard. They got to prove themselves, I believe. Yeah, and, and like you said, Gerard, Brady Pierce, though, having that little taste of AEW. And, I, and if you notice on AEW, he's got the gold boots. He's, mm-hmm. got the, he's doing more of the pretty boy kind of look, the big smile. Exactly. Yeah. He's not necessarily that monster that we're used to seeing with Michael right. Judas as part of Lethal Poison. So – are they on the same page? Well, and let's throw one other thing. Corey Hollis has also been on AEW as well. Right. So the only person in uh, Lethal Poison that's not been there is Michael Judas. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, you guys got invited to the prom and not me? Why am I not good enough to go? So, I mean, they may not be thinking that. But then again, maybe they are. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, there you go. So uh, that's the tag title match. And then, of course, the other match before we get to the big Rumble Jack is that singles match, which, like we said, originally was going to be Lee Johnson, AC Mack. Lee, however, uh, cannot make it. So now it's going to be AC Mack versus a gentleman who is huge on the indies, uh, highly decorated. And a lot of people know him, especially around the southeast and especially Georgia, talking about chip day so that same stipulation still applies that the winner gets to enter the rumble jack last mm. the loser of this match has to enter the rumble jack first so ac mac chip day uh it's kind of a last minute swerve here that we weren't expecting mm-hmm. but uh what do you what do you guys think diana not knowing a whole lot about chip day and that's only my fault because i haven't I haven't had the opportunity to work with him or, I mean, I hear a lot about him. So that tells you something that people are talking about him, right? So he's, <laughs> he's somebody, um, but just not knowing a whole lot. I can't really give you a, a good answer. I can say that <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but Matt gives me such hell. <laughs> that, you're, not, you're not the only one you're not the only one. Oh my one. god i mean i'm not trying to step on his toes and announce him but i think i sound better i mean i'm just gonna say it ac i sound better so <laughs> anyway but you know he's lots of fun so i'm i'm gonna say just because i think i have a little beef with ac that i i want to see chip take it okay you know, Chip, Chip Day is certainly uh, a legend in Southeast wrestling and certainly around Atlanta. And, you know, the thing about a lot of our SHW superstars is they do also frequent some other territories. So right. I know the two have at some point crossed paths. Uh, I, I think where this becomes different is there was obviously a connection between AC Mack and Lee Johnson. They both were part of the new era. Uh, And if you look at last year's Rumble Jack event, they started the event in the ring together. And so there was certainly some animosity, but you know, you think about it this way, 
fighting your family is different than fighting a stranger. Yeah. And I think, you know, with family, AC may have had a more, more emotion involved in getting into that match. But now it's pure competition. And it could be like this. AC has not had an opportunity to become champion. And so for a guy like Chip Day, who is not a regular part of Southern Honor, to come in, AC may get a little territorial here. Uh, and it could, it could spawn him to victory. Uh, and can you imagine dealing with an AC Mac who is last in the Rumble Jack? I <laughs> don't know if I want to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually, it's weird. I'm, I'm probably going to put my money on AC Mac if for nothing else then. I think he wants to defend... Well, I was going to say he wants to defend Southern Honor, but truth be told, he's more interested in getting his shot at the SHW Championship yeah. than that he is defending Southern Honor. That he has it, yeah. 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 He's, he's very, he's not happy about not being champion. No. So, yeah. You know, uh, when, when it was still going to be Lee Johnson, uh, I felt like, you know, AC holds such a grudge, typically. Yes. And so there was that, that and you know, we all know this, <laughs> mm -hmm. but... But the thing is, so there was that uh, beef between him and Lee Johnson stemming back to back in the new era when yes. uh, Lee, uh, actually AC Mack blamed Lee for Lee losing the title in that War Games match uh, yes. last, whenever that was, October, at, October the, yeah. at, the, at the anniversary show. So mm -hmm. uh, Mack, you know, blamed Lee for that, for that loss. And subsequently he kicked him out of the new era. Mm -hmm. And so there was definitely that beef there that never really fully got resolved. Right. And we were going to see that uh, up until just this past week. Mm -hmm. The other thing, too, is that Mac has had, because that match was announced, you know, a month ago, maybe a little longer. Yeah. So yeah. Mac had all this time to prepare for Lee Johnson. Yeah. Now, I know we still no, have wait. a week. We're still a week away. But it's a lot shorter notice that he's going to have to face Chip Day. So, yeah. I might kind of give the edge there maybe to Chip Day because Mac, you know, he had Lee on his mind and he was all prepared for Lee. And now all of a yeah. sudden that swerve came in and he's yeah. having to take on Chip Day. And now Chip Day is just a badass. We're all aware mm -hmm. of this. And so yeah. I might kind of give the edge there to Chip Day. I don't know. So we'll see. But it's going to be interesting because, like we said, whoever wins enters last. Whoever yeah. loses has to enter first. Uh. Now, either one of those gentlemen I feel like could – uh, be the Iron Man and start at number one and go the mm -hmm. whole way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but absolutely. We'll see. So that no brings doubt. us to the actual Rumble Jack match itself. Mm -hmm. And um, as we mentioned earlier, Diana, the names that were actually introduced this week as entrants are Jordan Air Kingsley, who's uh, mm -hmm. one half of Not Yet Rated and a member of the Honor Society. Right. Uh, you got the Savior, David Ali, has been announced. And then a gentleman we talked about a little while ago, Brady Pierce, has been announced. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's go through the list that we know of so far. Sean Dean, Gunnar Miller, Ben Buchanan making his debut, uh, Logan Creed, former champ, Fearless Musa making his debut, uh, Joey Lynch, half of the tag champs, mm -hmm. Tyler Colprett, which, by the way, I've been saying culprit, but uh, I've been corrected. It's Ty Tyler Colprett. Gotcha. Colprett. Got to get that right because I don't want any kind of confrontation with him right? in uh, the show. Uh, yeah. The real mean girl, Danny Jordan, uh, a gentleman we had on the show last week, William Huckabee. Of course, the killer weight, Joe Black. Yes. And then, like we said before, uh, AC Mack and Chip Day will be in there somewhere, either number one or the final entrance. So, and there's still a few more to be announced that we don't know about yet. But of the ones I've mentioned, 
do any of those stand out to you uh, as, as somebody that you think could take the whole thing? Hey, why not Jay Black? Mm. Why not? I mm -hmm. think I think the SHW crowd would agree with you wholeheartedly because they have been wanting to see him in the title picture for quite some time. And I'm not gonna lie, I would kind of like to see that as well. So yeah. to me, to me, he's like the quiet storm. He just he brews, yeah. you know, and then he explodes when it's time. And he's been working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I watch his videos. I, I check his post out, and mm -hmm. he's been working. And I think it's his time. Yeah. You're right. Joe Black has put in a lot of work. And if you think about it, he was supposed to have an opportunity last year in the Rumble, Jack, and that was taken away from him, courtesy of William Huckabee. Um, and so I think he's a favorite. But there's another name you mentioned that I said, hmm, that'd be Gunnar Miller. Gunnar Miller has been undefeated since uh, making his debut in SHW. Uh, when I think about what was supposed to happen with the SCI and the idea of those two perhaps clashing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Joe Black said he was going to be the first guy in, but then Gunnar Miller gets in. And I'm thinking to myself, these two guys have a real opportunity. And I don't know if they've really crossed paths before, but my thought right now is at some point, those two are going to go head to head uh, if they end up in there and, and talk about fireworks. Oh, my Lord. Oh, for, for um, that, that's a main event match right there. It is a main any, event any, match. Any day of the week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're guaranteed of a couple of things. We're guaranteed we're going to get a new winner since, uh, well, I'm saying guaranteed, but I could be wrong because should Corey Hollis lose the SHW championship, he could make his way in and, and become a two-time winner, which would be I, I got to tell you, like I said earlier, when in, in that match against uh, Ashton where he won the belt back, do you oh. remember how deflated that whole arena was that I'll night? I'll never forget it. If he shows up, if, if he loses to Ashton in their singles match for the title and then shows up at the Rumble Jack and ends up uh, winning it again this year uh, in, in, in controversial fashion or just wins it, period, can you imagine how deflated the arena is yeah. going to be once Man. again? So I'm not saying because, you know, we're, we're supposed to remain unbiased here, Gerard, as the commentary mm -hmm. team. Sure. However, I got to say, man, I will probably be just as deflated as the, the yeah. audience if that yeah. were to happen. He was happen, like but... so quiet when he won that back. It was like, what happened? Right. What yeah. just happened? Every... Surely yeah. there was a mistake. Everybody but... was stunned. We couldn't yeah. we like, wait, this isn't real. I was right. sitting there at the table and I'm just like, what do I do? Do I announce this? Right, right. Do I have to announce that do we he have won? another winner? Like yeah. another new? It's not <laughs> new. He just had it. So I mean, like <laughs> right. Thirty minutes ago. I mean, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, what do I do? So yeah. here's here's somebody you know, a, a former SHW champion, and somebody that actually, uh, some will say, is the true winner from last year, and that's Logan Creed. Mm -hmm. Now, if you remember, uh, the way it ended last year was very – it was in controversial fashion. All yeah. of the, the prior eliminate, eliminations came yeah. back out to the ring to act yeah. as lumberjacks for mm -hmm. the final two, right. which was Corey Hollis and, uh, and Logan Creed. Yeah. Or actually, Logan, or Corey Hollis showed up because uh, he had run to the back, so he showed yeah. up a little while later. We thought Ashton and Logan were going to be the, uh, the final two, but right. what ended up happening uh, – Corey got eliminated by Logan over the top rope, but the refs were distracted on the outside by mm -hmm. the other guys around the ring. So he jumps back in the ring as if nothing happened. Yeah. He ended up using that arm brace, I believe it was, and he clocked mm -hmm. Logan with it and then yeah. ended up 
uh, winning the match. So it was, yeah. it was very controversial. Some mm-hmm. say Logan is the true winner of the match, but it goes down in the record books as Corey Hollis won that match. So we don't know. Logan uh, is in it again this year. So Well, and, and we can't count Logan out. Again, a former SHW champion, another one who has never gotten – an actual real opportunity to uh well actually he did kind of get it no he didn't actually it was a uh it was a a, kind of a street fight that he defended against Corey hollis when he lost the championship and we he never got a rematch and so you know to see him get the opportunity to perhaps rightfully win uh this and get another shot at the title and then let's talk about this before we went to pandemic there was a lot of teasers going around about yeah. a possible match between Logan Creed and Gunnar Miller. Right. They never got face-to-face. It could happen during the Rumble, Jack. That's I what's... expect it to. I mean, yeah. they're, both their egos. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. what's exciting about a, a type yeah. of match like the Rumble, Jack, is you're going to see people squaring off that we haven't been able to see yet or, or right. people squaring off that we never thought we would see square off. So there's so many different possibilities that I'm excited to see, man. It's going to be awesome. I want I'm excited to, throw, to see what Danny does. I, I, you're reading my mind because <laughs> my dark horse in this is Danny Jordan. Yeah. Um, it sounds crazy, right? But we have gone through, of course, uh, the speaking out movement. We have gone through now, you know, we've got another female vice presidential candidate. Um, we have seen uh, some unique things happening in the wrestling world. Tessa Blanchard winning the Impact Right. men's world championship right. it is not a far-fetched option that danny jordan walks out of the rumble jack as the number one contender and gets a shot at the title she was the first woman in a rumble jack last year uh she has no problem slapping a man none <laughs> eliminated <laughs> i know i'm aware <laughs> i'm aware eliminated the legendary robert gibson last year Anything is possible, and I wouldn't throw it away that Danny Jordan could actually walk out as the winner of the Rumble Jack. Yeah. She, she actually went toe-to-toe for, well, briefly with Logan Creed, which was she such did. a crazy dynamic to look at in the ring with how, yeah. giant, how much of a giant he is. And, mm-hmm. and she, uh, now uh, the real mean girl, used to go by the short fuse because, yeah. uh, you know, she's a lot shorter. And so – Logan Creed, Danny J. It was just a very mm-hmm. odd dynamic. But she has she, no fear. She will no step fear. to anybody. So, no I mean, fear. I'm definitely not counting her out. And definitely think not. about the shockwaves that it would send through the independent wrestling world for oh, yeah. Danny Jordan to win the Rumble Jack and get a shot at the SHW Championship. That I would, have front row tickets yes. for that match. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And she could win it. Yeah, she, she could. could win it. And this, yes, and this is somebody absolutely. who... This is somebody, too, who we talked about some of these other guys appearing for AEW. Now, she's mm-hmm. appeared with AEW a few times. She appeared she uh, with NWA uh, mm-hmm. back in, right. earlier in the year. So, yeah. I mean, she's got some national notoriety. So, mm-hmm. that would be a match that would get a lot of people's attention uh, if she were to win this and then go on to face somebody for uh, the SHW championship. And, yeah. and I'm going to do a throwback uh, here, but that's just like JP from Angels in the Outfield would say, hey, it could happen. It could. it could. It could absolutely happen. And uh, I, Danny Jordan, I think people will overlook her, but the reality of it is there's no women's championship as of yet for her to compete for. You know, right. she's not just in the ring to be in the ring. She is right. fighting for something. And I think the opportunity to have Danny Jordan as the SHW champion 
is a real thing. Yeah. Right. It's a real thing. It, it's just, there's so much, we say this all the time about SHW is that the roster is just so stacked yes. and you know, you say whatever you want about other independent promotions, but SHW, yeah, maybe we're homers and we're a little biased, but we have the best roster out there, in my opinion. Yep. And everybody, that's the thing. You look at this whole list of, of people in this match. It mm-hmm. could be anybody. Any of these yeah. guys could do it or or a girl. Yeah. Uh, guys or girl. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Danny J was in it. Now, last year, we still haven't heard all the entrants, but last year, even Ravenna Vane showed up as an entrant did. in the Rumble Jack. So. You just never know, but um, I'm telling you, it could just be anybody on this list. I mean, Jordan Kingsley was announced this week. He Mm -hmm. is somebody who could be a dark horse that I think could be. David Ali is somebody that that the crowd has been – it's almost like the crowd's trying to turn him into a good guy. And he's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it's like – He's not having it. It's like when the NWO first started and all of a sudden the bad guys were the cool guys and so the crowd was behind him. It's kind of the same thing here with, like, the crowd booing him and and all this. But now the crowd's starting to kind of cheer him a little bit. Yeah. So, anyways, you just never know. But he's one that I think the crowd would would like to see win it. Mm -hmm. And and he very well could. I mean, Brady Pierce, we talked about him. Yeah. If his head's in it then I think he could do it. But and, and think about how this could go. Can you imagine if Lethal Poison wins the tag team championships and then he gets in and he wins the Rumble Jack and gets a shot at the SHW championship and God forbid... If Corey still has it. If Corey still yeah. has it, you have a Lethal Poison battle. It's pretty crazy. So you remember last year, if you go back and watch, and of course you can watch all of our stuff on IWTV, mm-hmm. uh, but if you go back and watch last year's match, you know, AC Mack joined us on commentary during the match as he, he was the champ at the time. And his whole plan was that he wanted the new era to mm-hmm. just dominate the match. Yeah. And so he said that they had a plan that if the new a member of new era won it, then that mm-hmm. meant that I guess they would have to face each other, but he was still going to hold on to the title. Right. So would Corey Hollis, if he still has the belt, would mm-hmm. he have a plan with uh, Brady Pierce? And I don't know if Michael Judas ends up in the match or not. We haven't heard. Yeah. But uh, would he have a plan where if one of them win it, then Corey would maybe still hold on to the belt? Or would they go, you know what? Now that I won this opportunity, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to fight him for it. You know, like, we don't know. It, it would be interesting to see. It'd be very I, would, I think if it was me, it would be very hard to not do everything I could. Mm-hmm. exactly exactly so Absolutely. all right well we're wrapping things up here do we have a, a one single pick that you just want to try to call it mm-hmm. right now do you have a do you have a particular pick out of all of that i know it's tough i'm gonna it, i'm gonna stick with joe black I'm okay gonna stick with joe black. okay what about you gb uh, i'm struggling on this one because i mean there's a sentimental favorite to me in joe black yeah. But there's a few other elements in there. And let's remember Huckabee's in there too. Mm-hmm. What great revenge from the dog collar match for Huckabee to cost Joe Black a shot at the title. Again. Again. Yeah. yeah. Like I happen. think I think it could happen. And so I, I'm gonna gonna go with Gunnar Miller. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Gunnar Miller. I'm gonna go with Gunnar Miller. I think. Gunnar Miller, of all of the people involved right now, has the potential to have the best focus. He doesn't have a lot of wars with other people going on that he's really interested in. 
Sure, he'd like the match with Logan Chase or Logan Creed, but he only wants that to could get. You imagine, could you imagine him versus Logan Chase? I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah. it actually could be interesting. It be amazing, actually. Um, let me not say that before he beats us up next week. Um, but, I, I'm well, gonna I'm gonna hear about that next week. I know. I, I'm, I am. I'm sure you are. Um, <laughs> but but the thing is, he only wants Logan Creed as a path to the SHW Championship. Winning this bypasses all of that. He doesn't need that match if he wins this. I think he has the laser focus uh, and the least amount of distractions. And so sentimental favorite, Joe Black. But I think Gunnar Miller is going to be hard to defeat in this one. I'm going to put my money on Gunnar Miller. I can see it. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick. These are all great picks. Uh, and of course, you got dark horses here, like uh, making their debuts. Ben Buchanan, Fearless Musa. Yeah, We've never yeah. even seen these guys before at SHW. I mean, I've seen them outside at other promotions, sure. and and I know that they are highly talented uh, individuals. So mm-hmm. who knows? But and it I'm is a gonna... real it's a realistic pick that somebody we have not seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm gonna go with uh, former champ Logan Creed. Mm. Uh, like you said, he never got his rematch when he lost the title. And he, and, and a lot of people would agree that he was the rightful winner of last year's Rumble Jack, even though it doesn't go down in the history books. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I think he'll be uh, really wanting to get that match and, and win this match and then earn a title shot and uh, go from there. So could be uh, Logan Creed. I mean, it, it's just, it's so hard to pick, but yeah. there's one way to find out uh, who it's going to be. And that's, that's to join us exactly. That's to join us August 28th. Tickets on sale at the door of the night of the show. And um, Diana Michelle, our special guest this week, thank you for joining us and, and going, through the, going through the matches and picking out some winners. And um, it, it's going to be exciting. We cannot wait to see you. I can't Bye. wait. Hey, picture that Friday yes. night. Absolutely. We are Absolutely. I mean, we say on. it. At, we say it at every show. We got to get a group picture, it and then it, and then it gets so busy, and we get mm-hmm. running around. But we will make it happen when it's we see August twenty eighth. Thanks so much. Oh, by oh, the wait. way, yep, that look shirt. at this. I almost forgot. Look what I got. Boom. Yes. Tell. Oh, oh, you got face masks too. <laughs> tell, tell the fans yeah. where they can where they can buy some Diana Michelle merch. Man, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Either way, just find me. I'm there. No, come to the show. Get them from the show. I'll have them there. There you go. Well, Diana, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. I can't wait. Love you guys. Well, there you go. The lovely Diana Michelle, our beautiful ring announcer for SHW. She is super excited about next week. We're super excited about next week. And GB, like we said, we're going to be live next week. That's right. Don't miss next week's podcast because it is the live pre-show from the action building. Our first time together in about five months. It's going to be crazy as we get you ready for the Rumble Jack. Uh, No telling what's going to happen, but we're going to be there. You don't want to miss. It's going to be live right here on Facebook next Friday evening. Um, Several of you, I imagine, will be at the Action Building getting your tickets. Uh, If you're not, of course, you can check us out here. If you are there, come interrupt us. Say hi to us. Jump in the background. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be there, so we're really looking forward to it. Uh, It's going down next week. It should be great. Hey, there's one thing we have to mention, a correction from last week's show. Last week, we had on William Huckabee, and he had a lot to say 
Uh, particularly, there was a spot in there where he talked about his pro wrestling tea store. And uh, I had a lot to say about it. Um, and then I decided uh, today, let's go search pro wrestling tees to see if they actually took Huckabee's shirt off. And I went and did a search. We both did. We searched for mm -hmm. Huckabee and what comes up but his T-shirt. So I don't know that uh, pro wrestling tees actually canceled Huckabee. Um, as his shirt is still there, unless the flip side is maybe they heard our show last week and put the shirt back up. I don't know. But, that could uh, be the case. That could be the case. Or could it could or it could be, and Huck can come after me if he wants. It could be just the fact that a Huck didn't know where to look on the site to see if his shirt was still there. That's because because we looked and booyah. It's there right now. It's right if, there. If you type in Huckabee under the search engine, you'll find the shirt. So I just wanted to put that out there as a correction. Huck, don't come after us. You can go search for it yourself. And uh, Yeah, I did feel kind of bad because I'm always plugging pro wrestling tees. And then after last week, I was like, oh, man, did they screw over Huckabee? Like, mm -hmm. should, we, should, we, should we keep plugging? I was full ready on the boycott train. But, <laughs> and, then, you know. and then we looked it up, and I'm like, oh, no, it's right there. What is he talking about? <laughs> so, again, you know, I don't know. Anyways, it's there. Check it out. Uh, a lot of other SHW talent have their shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, so you can search for your favorite SHW star and find their merch and support them. Buy their merch. And yes. uh, a lot of them may uh, actually have merch at the show next mm -hmm. week, August 28th. Like we said, uh, tickets available at the door the night of the show. Get there early. When you come in, we'll be doing the live show. Come yeah. say hello. Jump around in the background. What is it? Is it the Today Show where they're out in the plaza and people with Yeah, sign? the Today Show, Good Morning yeah. America, all those shows they've, they've got. And I'll, <laughs> I'll say this, and yeah, I'll just say this. Come and come prepared to support. Uh, I think this is important. It's our first uh, match and first event back. And uh, the wrestlers would love your support, whether it is buying merch or, you know, saying hi to them or having big signs or whatever. Like, just come fully prepared to support. It's going to be an incredible night. And uh, I just think it's going to be amazing. So just be prepared. Bring your energy. It's going to be nuts next week. And if you happen to have anti-David Ali signs, put it on really thick uh, cardboard that's yeah. hard to tear because yeah. I love it when uh, I, there's certain fans of ours that bring the thick uh, cardboard. And when he goes mm -hmm. to tear it up, it's difficult. <laughs> and it just cracks me up when that happens. Yeah, so, it's quite uh, hilarious. Anyways, but you didn't hear that from me. You didn't hear that from me. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> that's going to do it for us. We're going to be live as live can be next week uh, right here on the Facebook page. Uh, so check us out until then. This has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Boom. Oh.